Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hello, and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast with your host, Andrea Holman. No matter where you are at in the world today, I hope you are having a great day, and I thank you for spending some time with me. This week, we continue with our overall theme of History's Greatest Moms. I will be sharing with you the life of Alberta King and how by setting the foundation for your family to walk upon and draw from plays a critical role throughout their life. So let me share with you a little bit about Alberta King. Alberta King is the mother of Martin Luther King Jr. She was born in Atlanta in 1903 and the only surviving child of Jenny Celeste Williams and Adam Daniel Williams, the pastor of Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church. Alberta King committed her life to uplifting others, including her family, her church, and her larger community. She was a trained educator and a musician. She met her husband shortly after graduating from college, got married, and gave birth to three children. She played the organ and founded the choir at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church, and she was also involved with women's groups, the NAACP and the YMCA. She set about to raise her three children with a healthy sense of self-respect and taught them that the segregation they saw every day was simply a social condition rather than a natural order. In 1974, six years after her son was assassinated in Memphis, Alberta King was shot and killed while playing the organ at her church. What I find so heartfelt about this little nugget of the story I found is that Alberta King was doing something she loved when her life was taken for her church and playing for God, using her gift to bring people together and unite people. This is probably the majority of the information that people know about Alberta King. I myself, until I dug further into the details of her story and her life, did not know much about her at all, honestly. I knew that she was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mother, and I knew that she was actively involved and working in the civil rights movement. However, I didn't know the extent to which her life, her work, and her beliefs set the foundation that it did. And this is why I'll be sharing Alberta King's life with you today, because she set the foundation, and her child used it to draw strength from in order to live his life and to create change for the injustice he saw around him. After graduating high school, she enrolled in Hampton Normal and Industrial Institute, where she obtained her teaching certificate. Before attending Hampton, Williams met a young minister named Michael King. Shortly after completing school, Williams and King announced their engagement during a Sunday service at the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Now, the local school board did not allow for married women to teach, so she was only allowed to teach briefly before she married on Thanksgiving Day 1926. After their wedding, the newlyweds moved into an upstairs bedroom in the Williams home on Auburn Avenue where King Jr. and his two siblings, Willie Christine and Alfred Daniel, were born. After the death of Alberta King's father in 1931, Michael King succeeded his father-in-law as pastor using the name Martin Luther King. Alberta followed in her mother's footsteps as a powerful presence in the church's affairs She founded the choir and was an organist there from 1932 to 1972. I'm pretty sure that this goes without saying. However, I will say it. One of the main foundational building blocks that Alberta King provided for her family was that of faith. It was instilled in her as a child. Her mother and father were living examples of being involved 
in church, having a relationship with God, and having a moral compass. This is a foundational building block that has continued to live through the generations of their family. She continued her studies at Morris Brown College, receiving a BA in 1938. She was also the organist at the Women's Auxiliary of the National Baptist Convention from 1950 to 1962 and was active in the YWCA, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, and the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. She played a key role in the church and her community as well as in the civil rights movement. One of the interesting things I found in Time Magazine's article that was written in January of 2021 by Anna Tubbs is that she stated, although Alberta King's life was crucial to the civil rights movement and it remains relevant for all of us today, like so many other significant black women, she has largely been erased from history. When we learn her story, however, we not only pay honor to her, which is due, we also learn more about how we arrived where we are as a nation. I think that's a very significant point for Anna Tubbs to make because history has a significant impact on where we're headed, especially if we are unwilling to dissect the layers of history in order to discover, learn lessons, and use those experiences to unite and move forward together. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. King often spoke of the positive influence his mother had on his moral development, deeming her the best mother in the world. And this is a story about his mother that Martin Luther King Jr. shared in his autobiography. He says about his mother that she made it clear that she opposed the system and that I must never allow it to make me feel inferior. At this time, mother had no idea that the little boy in her arms would years later be involved in and struggle against the system she was speaking of. I think as moms, that's something we can relate to. As you look at your child, you really wonder who they are going to be when they grow up. You worry about them, you pray over them, and you really hope and pray that you are able to instill in them the difference between right and wrong and how to live a moral life. Please let me tell you that Miss Alberta King was not playing around. Her mother and father instilled a sense of moral accuracy in her. She was educated and she would not tolerate injustice. She represented strength to those around her. Remember that teaching degree she received? Just because she was unable to teach at the local school when she got married didn't mean that she stopped teaching. She used her skills to tutor her husband through college, guide her children on their own educational journeys and encourage them to go on to college, and teach hundreds of instrumentalists and singers. Education was a foundational building block for their family as well as for the community around them. At this point, I have discussed with you two foundational building blocks that Alberta King strives to instill in her children. One is faith. The second is education. The third is a strong intolerance for injustice. I do want to say that these are my own opinions I formed as certain data points caught my attention, as well as really trying to look at her from a point of view as a mother to really feel with my heart the lessons she passed to her children. 
and how that built their foundation. If you remember earlier, one of the writings that Martin Luther King Jr. did about his mother in his autobiography was he said she made it clear that she opposed the system and that I must never allow it to make me feel inferior. She fought against injustice and segregation by being involved, by sitting down and explaining the ugly truth about slavery and the horrific actions that took place against black people throughout history. She wanted to make sure that they had a strong understanding of who they were and that they saw value and self-worth in themselves. I don't know that for sure. Through the work that she did, I can see her strongly focusing on that and teaching her children so that they can pass that on to the next generations. How did she do this? By being involved in many different organizations and committees that helped call attention to the segregation and injustice that was happening to their community. Her commitments to those organizations and how she raised her children to understand what was going on in the world around them helped drive the work that needed to be done in the civil rights movement. Her parents instilled in her an understanding of injustice that was taking place in this country. And it was up to her to pass that knowledge on to the next generations. Now, I want to cover something with you that goes along with this. When I found this story, I about fell out. I love it. It is so spot on to me how Alberta raised her family. So buckle up, y'all. Here we go. So in doing my research on Alberta King, I ran across the name Reverend Dr. Henry G. Elkins Jr., who was also known as Hank Elkins. He was born in 1937 and best known for his civil rights movement work. Elkins graduated from Yale University in 1959 with a BA in history, and he earned a BD in divinity from Southeast Seminary in 1962. Here we go. Elkins graduates, becomes involved in the civil rights movement. He somehow meets Martin Luther King Jr. And during this time frame, they become trusted friends. How do I know they become trusted friends? I'm getting ready to tell you. Elkins served as Martin Luther King Jr.'s assistant pastor in Atlanta in 1962, during which he lived with the King family. And y'all, he was white. Oh, I'm going to let that settle in on you for a minute. He was white. And right here, I have to back it up because this is how I know he was a trusted friend. Martin Luther King Jr. was already married to Coretta Scott King. He got married in 1953 and three out of his four children were already born and living in the home. So he moved this man into his home with his family at a time when segregation was prevalent. They couldn't even go to the same park together or eat at the same places. He became friends with someone who should have been considered the enemy, but that's not how his mother raised him. Alberta King raised him with the foundation set in faith, education, an intolerance for injustice, and set in love. That foundation carved out space where people felt welcomed to work together toward a common goal to fight the injustice of segregation. I believe it was through these teachings that Martin Luther King was able to glean the lessons his mother so wanted to instill in him and the foundation she so wanted him to operate in. I want to share with you a part of Christine King Ferris's memoir that she wrote called Through It All, where she talks about Martin Luther King. I'm going to read to you specifically what this book says, and then I'm going to say a few things. Every now and then, I have to chuckle as I realize there are people who actually believe ML just appeared. They think he simply happened, that he appeared fully formed, without context, ready to change the world. Take it from his big sister. That's simply not the case. Martin Luther King Jr. was a product of his parents and most obviously his mother's teachings and experiences. I think this just says it all. It really does. And it calls to mind a very important question for each
each of us to consider. What foundation are you setting for your children? Is it a foundation that is based in faith and education to become involved in their community, to exercise grace, or to operate while leading with love? I think we should take an account of the foundation we are passing on because we do not know what will be built with the foundation we set. And that's what's happened here. Alberta King loved her children, taught her children, prayed over her children. I am positive of that. She also taught them how to fight for civil rights, how to work with others, and how to not judge people by the color of their skin, but rather to look at the content of their heart. As I was looking for women to highlight for my segment of History's Greatest Moms, once I learned more about Alberta King, I knew I had to share her story, not just because of the foundation she set for her kids, but for the ongoing effect of how her lessons were used to influence, impact, and create lasting change. I can only hope that I can instill that kind of passion and love in my children that they will carry with them throughout their life that could possibly bring a positive impact to so many people around the world. Thank you, Alberta King, for your lessons. And to everyone listening out there, thank you for spending your time with me. And as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.